This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Hi, I'm Richard Gershon, the host of In Legal Terms and a professor at the University of Mississippi School of Law. If you miss a live In Legal Terms episode, find our podcast, inlegalterms.mpbonline.org. Welcome to AutoCorrect, helping you correct your auto problems. Our host is Coach Charlie Melton, ASE Certified Master Technician. I'm Liz Gill. Coach Charlie, it is so exciting to be back here with you again. It is great to have you back and sitting in here and being like old days. You know, That's it's, right. It's not been a year yet, but it's still no, like yeah. old days. Yeah, Jermaine's just doing some other MPB stuff, right. and I'm... I'm getting all these emails of MPB stuff I should be doing, (laughs) but I get to come and play here with you today because today we're talking about online car buying. Now, last week on September 7th, you talked about buying or financing cars. So this is kind of kind of a segue into online car buying. But we can also take your uh, repair questions in your emails now, one thing that um, I guess I started out when I bought, I bought it, I bought a used car since we since we last talked. I started out online, but then I didn't finish online. And it's you know I uh, I emailed or I texted something about oh I see this car that I'm interested in online. And immediately somebody you know a salesperson calls me back. But we're talking about online online. Car well, buying. Once you start thinking about the old way of buying a car, it's going to the dealership, looking at the car, talking to a salesman, trying to negotiate a price, trying to get financing, all of that. Okay, and there's a lot of pressure. It takes time. It takes gas. It takes. Um, it gives you a lot of anxiety. Now, online shopping. If you think about buying a car, there are advantages, but there are disadvantages. Okay. If you think about buying a car, there are several different dealers. If you're going to buy a used car or a new car, you know, you got driveway, you got Carvana, you got CarMax, you got Shift, Broom, True Car. You got all these different car places that you can go buy a car, but yet you need to do your research because thing is, websites are easy to be made. They're very fraudulent, a lot of them. And you really need to know if it's somebody just selling your car or is it connected to a dealership? Where is the website coming from? Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've got a list of these. Uh, Auto Trader, Joy Drive, Car Directs, Edmonds. Uh, and yeah, just because it's on the Internet doesn't mean it's actually there. You know, where are they getting it? Uh, where does it actually come from? Well, you know, uh, a lot of times, just say, let's go, put, if you're going to buy a used car, a lot of cars of these sites that we're talking about will sell you a used car. They'll deliver it to your house. They'll do the financing. But yet there are some websites out there, they will show you a car and then they'll show you another car and show you another car. And that's called curb stoning. And what that is, is that they're not really a dealership because a lot of places have to have license. And these are just people that are out there just trying to get you to buy a car. And so you have to be careful. And the, now I'm going to tell you a couple of 
incidents that you're going to get in trouble for if you're on the internet trying to buy a car. The first thing, one of the cons really is that you cannot look at the car physically. You do not. Maybe somebody's telling you it has a hundred thousand miles on it. It's never been in a wreck. It's uh, just grandma rode it to the church and back two days a week, and you know very few. It's in, uh, but. That's usually not what happens. There has been a lot of things now with Carvana and some others out there. I'm just saying that uh, because they're well known where somebody ordered a car and they didn't really get what they ordered. That's that's when that VIN number. I mean, the no two vehicles have the same VIN number, right? No, they're all separate. They're all individually. And like I said, that's one of the things that you need to check. Make sure that the VIN number matches the vehicle Make sure the car is what you want. And that, that's another thing, a bad thing about buying online. You know, if you go to a dealership, you can get in the vehicle, you can drive it around a little bit, and you really get the feel for it. Now, some of these online cars, the big ones, will let you, they'll deliver a car to you, let you drive it for three or four days, decide if you really want that car. And you want to look at the return policy. Because, you know, a lot of times you have, you know, you've heard that buyer's remorse Okay, you go out there, you're all excited, you get a car, and then you decided that, well, really, I can't afford it, really, all the other stuff that's involved. So they will let you drive it. And there are some car dealers online that will let you drive it for 10 days. But now, you got to understand, they're probably going to charge you a fee for sending it back to them because, hey, they had to ship it to you. And that's another thing. If you're looking for a car that is not locally these online dealers will have cars all over the country. Well, now they may come from Texas, may come from California, and there are hidden fees that you have to be careful about. And that's one of those things we say, well, and you, another thing I was thinking about, you cannot get the best price online due to a lot of these cars uh, online says there's no haggling. This is the price you're going to pay. Yeah, I guess that's, a, yeah, that's like a two-edged sword. Right. You're not, you don't, you don't have to haggle because, oh, that drives me crazy. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't do that. But you don't have to haggle. That's the price. But there again, you can't haggle. That's the price. But I guess it is all spelled out for you. It's all spelled out. Now, it's quick and easy. If you want to do it uh, online, it's quick. It's easy for you as an individual. If you want to take and do away with the hassle, you're the one. You're not having to talk to nobody. You're just really chatting online. Somebody's getting on there telling you, hey, this is it. Sending you're looking at pictures. But you just got to understand what you're getting. Yeah. So, you know, we've talked about one of the cons. You can't see it. You can't feel it. When we went and bought our used car in person, you know, I knew exactly what vehicle I wanted. Um, But then, you know, this particular one, it was a used one. You know, it didn't have something that I thought, of course, it's going to have, you know, but it, it didn't have it. And that wasn't disclosed. Uh, and, you know, just walking around, you know, when you if you imagine if you're going to hand wash your car, you notice everything. That's right. And then when you're when you're getting a used car, you know, you might actually walk around and look at every what is this? I'm making a sign with my hand, like every five square inches right. to take a look at it. But if you're getting it online, you don't know what those are. Well, we always think about if you're going to buy a used or new car from a online company. I'm not talking about a dealership that's connected with a dealership. We're talking about like Carvana, CarMax, something like that. That's an online company that you can buy the car. They're usually going to sell you a new car 
or a slightly used car. They're not going to give you one that has 150,000 miles on it. You're going to get ones that came off lease. And now another thing with um, <coughs> excuse me, uh, online shopping, they don't usually have lease programs like uh, dealerships have, and they don't usually have the financing like dealers do. Right. So, but then one of the good things about doing it online is that, well, good or bad, it's no haggles. You know what the price is. No hassle. You know what you want to pay without the hidden fees. Yeah. One thing that I think is a good thing about buying online, and I, my husband and I, before we left the house, we said, okay, everybody go to the bathroom, everybody eat a snack, because we're going to be at the dealership for four hours. Now, this was us going to a dealership. We knew we were going to buy that car. We knew what the price they had on the internet was, and that was fine with us because we looked and you know for that model that mileage. We weren't going to haggle. Three and a half hours. It takes a long time at a dealer. That's another thing online. It doesn't take that long. You yeah. know what you want. Now there's another thing online too. You need online buying is for somebody who really don't know what they want. They can search because you go to a dealership, they have these cars here. This is what you're looking at. And most dealerships are going to try to sell you up. And that means they want to sell you something a little bit more expensive. But online, you get to look at the pictures and you may want a Toyota. You may want a Cadillac. You may want a Mercedes Benz and you can find it. Well, like like shopping Zillow kind of kind of thing, but uh, just like how the houses went during the uh, pandemic at our car dealership, there was a sign that said, "You're looking today to buy tomorrow." Somebody else was looking yesterday to buy today, so That's right. it could be there, might not be. You're listening to AutoCorrect with Coach Charlie Melton, and I'm Liz Gill. Say, hey, if you want to find even more AutoCorrect, find our podcast on all podcasting platforms for your smart devices. And don't forget, AutoCorrect is heard on MPB Think Radio Thursdays at 10 a.m. with a replay Saturdays at 11. So uh, hang on, David from Horn Lake. We're going to do a couple of recalls real quick. So, uh 6,700 Audi RS e-tron GTs and some various Porsche Taycans have a uh, issue recall over the threat of fire with their high-voltage batteries. So that is nothing to, to, to not pay attention to. So an Audi or a Porsche. And then also there's a different airbag inflator recall separate from the Takata one. Takata had 67 million. This one has 57 million. And it's um, BMW, Ford, and Volkswagen have already initiated recalls. GM has a recall. And uh, Hyundai, Kia, Mercedes-Benz, Stellantis, Tesla, and Toyota is about to have a recall for those airbag inflators. So, folks, be extra, extra careful. And don't forget, um, you can find out if your car has a past recall by going to the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration's website, NHTSA. Uh, it's uh, nhtsa.gov slash recall. And you just put in your VIN because every car's VIN is unique. That's right. And you can or you can find their safer car app. And that's the first thing I did after we bought our 
new to us used car as I put that VIN in my Safer Car app. And we were clean. No, no recalls yet, but I'll be notified if there are. We're talking about online car buying, but we're also taking your vehicle repair questions. Our email address is auto at mpbonline.org. And that phone number, it's 1-877-MPB-RING. 1-877-672-7464. Let's go to Horn Lake, Love DeSoto County, and this is David. David, thanks for calling in to uh, AutoCorrect. What's your comment or question? Well, I just uh, did a little snipping on the Detroit Auto Show, and um, I'm thinking about doing some uh, window shopping at maybe a car dealership. My question to you is, EVs are coming. Uh, my question to you is uh, three things. Number one, uh, uh, where is the best warranty for the batteries and all the electronics that are on cars now? My sister bought a car. has got a backup camera, and she's had problems with it and uh, uh Anyway, that the electronics is one thing, and the third thing is if I buy buy a GM uh, pickup truck, and I've only seen one uh, actual uh, charging station that was a test. If I put if I'm out buy me an electric vehicle, I've got a GM product, and there ain't no charging place, and I pull up to a Tesla. Will that Tesla plug fit a GM or GM fit a? Is there a standard? Is what I'm saying, or does each manufacturer got a got a different charging port cable and you got to buy you got if you decide to take a trip you got to have a whole luggage of adapters so you can if you pull up to a jeep charging port or a or a tesla you can plug your adapter cable and you know what i'm trying to say yeah at this, at, at this time they're a couple of the manufacturers are going trying to get with tesla and make their adapters work with the superchargers that tesla has out there but there are a lot of them that you have to have your own charging system and their own charging stands. So they the infrastructure is just not there yet, but they are working on that as we speak. You know, you had the recall of the batteries, the high-voltage batteries recall today. Well, that's another problem we have with the batteries right now is that um, the high-voltage there's just not enough people out there to work on those high voltage uh, systems right now on the cars. And like you say, I went to, uh, matter of fact, I'd give you a good deal. I went to Tesla and talked to them for two hours and they would never give me a direct answer of what I was asking because the batteries, uh, he, he told me this is just coming from the guy from Tesla. When I talked to him, he told me an EV battery costs, well, he says that an engine costs between twenty ten and $23,000 to put in a new vehicle. And he said that you can get a battery less than that. He would never give me a straight answer. But most batteries have either a eight year to uh, or a hundred thousand mile warranty on their batteries. Okay, and they may get better, or you know, because they're making better batteries for longer haul. Now, on the electronics, as you was talking about, um, the best thing to do if you want, and this is what I did. I bought a brand new car, and I didn't need all the other warranties. But I did buy a separate electronic warranty that would cover the vehicle for 100,000 miles. So if something went wrong with that camera, something went wrong with any of the electronics, I was covered for a $100 deductible. So one, that, more, one more question. I know you can. I'm going to see if you can rub your crystal ball and predict the future. You know, we got all these uh, uh, quick change oil 
companies. When you pull in and they check you underneath your hood, change all and everything else, and you're in and out in 20 minutes or less anyway. Uh, and uh, anyway, my question to you is, is the ba- battery packs going to be standardized and fixed up to where you maybe could go in and just swap a battery out and put a new battery pack in and you'd be on the way in 20 minutes? Well, Tesla is working on something like that where the batteries can be changed. It's in the uh, people are talking about it. I have not seen that yet, but people are talking about it. And I would say that if you're going to do, if you're going to change out a battery pack, that means you're going to have to belong to some kind of subscription because they're not going to give you a set of batteries if something's wrong with your batteries. You see what I'm saying? Because that would cost them a lot of money. So you're going, it's going to, to be manufacturer specific on that. You know, because they're not just going to give you a set of batteries. Okay, thank you. David, you might want to, uh, if you have a chance, go listen to the NPR story. They did about four days ago. Secretary of Energy Jennifer Granholm set out on a four-day electric vehicle road trip from Charlotte, North Carolina to Memphis, Tennessee. And it was like a caravan of EV vehicles. But then they all needed to be charged at the same time when they got places and there weren't, you know, they had mapped it out and it sounded like it was a mess. So it it sounds like a good idea, but you certainly don't want to do it part of a caravan. Yeah, the Ford uh, CEO had that same type of trip. So you might want to go on the Internet and look at some of those trips they had. All right. Thanks for calling in, David. We are talking about online car buying. You know, we talked about the, you know, I I sat in the dealership for three and a half hours. But, you know, you can shop from home. You can shop from the couch if you're doing it online. Um, So I guess, you know, it it, it saves time that way when you've made your decision to, to buy one. And you can trade your car in as well. Uh, what they'll do, they'll take your VIN number and they will be have appraisers online that can appraise that vehicle by the VIN number and what you tell them. And they will do trade-ins and it's really called uh, parts. It's not called trade-in of your car, but it's called parts. And what they do, they give you a value on the trade-in that you're having. But you need to make sure that's what you want to do as an individual. You want to make sure that you feel comfortable. Your the time is being spent wisely, uh, but the, you know, with me, you need to match yourself, the consumer, with the car that you're buying. You need to know what the service. How are you going to get that vehicle serviced? Because, like, say, if it's a new vehicle and it's coming from one of these other dealers, uh, who's going to service that vehicle? The warranty on all these vehicles. Most online uh, dealers that sell used cars. It's buy the car as is, no warranty whatsoever. You go to a dealership, they'll give you a 30-day warranty or 90-day warranty or even the manufacturer warranty. Most cars will still have the manufacturer's warranty till it runs out. But then where you're going to get it serviced because now you didn't buy it from a certain person. Now you got to take it back to a dealership. Uh, you need to make sure uh, that as you're doing this that you want to check the car's history that you're buying. We're going to talk about that next week. We're going to talk about how you do that. But you want to check its history, make sure there's no accidents on that vehicle. And it's pretty hard to do that if that car is not registered with somebody. So if you're just buying off the Internet and you don't know if it's an individual or if it's a um off the side of the road, uh, just somebody selling cars on a parking lot. You need to make sure you know where that car is coming from. 
So, and that's just because of the history. And then make sure you go through the return policy. If you don't like the car, if you don't want the car, or you find something wrong with the car when you get it, make sure you know their policy before you receive that car. I uh, appreciate you bringing up the the history thing. I think that's something that the complaints I've heard about specifically Carvana is that they deliver you your car, but it was still titled to somebody else. And they had such a hard time getting the title transferred to the person or that's, you know, that's the, the stories I've heard. Yeah, that's one of my notes on here is that make sure that the title of the car fits the person that's selling the car. So if Joe Blow is selling the car and the owner of the car is Aunt Nancy, well, it doesn't match. You want to make sure that title matches that VIN number on that vehicle to make sure that that you'll have no problem or the consumer will have no problem going down to the tax office, getting it put in their name and being able to tag it. Because there's a lot of people that do that and they can't tag the car. Yikes. Yikes. But you you do think that I know we're talking about online car buying, but uh, you think some of these places will let you trade in or they'll buy your car? Oh, too? yeah, they, they have trade in policy as well. Like I say, it's called it's not called trade in. It's called selling the parts. OK, and they will give you a price. They'll praise your car online as well and they will buy your car. Fantastic. You know, there's a lot of places now that if you want to sell, you know, there's one, I don't know the name of the company, but the lady's sitting on the couch and her and her boyfriend, her husband are sitting there and she says, hold on for a minute. And she goes to the door and she gets a check and the guy and she says, oh, I just sold my car. And it was sold online. Some company bought it because that's what a lot of these other companies do. Uh, They buy cars and they turn around and sell them. You know, and you got to make sure the price. Now, the price is really different. A lot of people look at the manufacturer suggested retail price, and that's the MSRP that people look at. And say, well, I got it five thousand dollars under MSP. Well, did you get a good deal? Not necessarily, because you need to know what the dealer's invoice, and every dealer has to show you what they paid for that car, if it's online or if it's. Uh, in a dealership itself. Oh, okay. That's a good thing to ask about. I don't think I knew about ask to see the dealer's invoice for it. Because that tells you how much markup they have on that car. And they're allowed a certain markup. But, you know, people were buying cars ten, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000 above manufactured suggested retail price. You know, and so whatever they suggested it to sell for, they were paying ten or $15,000 uh, $15, more. Oh, my gosh. During the pandemic, yes. Thank you for listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. Coach Charlie Melton, retired instructor from Clinton's High School Automotive Technology Program, is our expert host. I'm Liz Gill. Jermaine's just, she's got some other MPB business to do, so I got pulled from my MPB business to come host our show. Hey, I hope you have downloaded our app for your smartphone, that MPB public media app. You can make a contribution to MPB. You can use the Talk to Us feature to ask a question. So many things you can do on the app. And hey, that contribution part, we really appreciate it because that's that's how we work. We are uh, publicly supported. So thank you for your contributions. Autocorrect is heard on MPB Think Radio Thursdays at 10 a.m. with a replay Saturdays at 11. And this just cracks me up. We've, uh, you know, we've talked about the... Um, 
going into parking spots head end or back end. Some folks live or die just wanting to do one or the other. Well, in Los Angeles, the L.A. Times reports that some L.A. LA drivers are dealing with a new situation as the city has installed its first back-in only parking spots. They've become a subject of chaos and division. Some businesses say they've suffered because the drivers don't want to back into them so they don't shop there. But then other business owners say that it's more convenient for the drivers and their customers. I don't know. That's kind of crazy to me. Well, you know, they got those cameras now that it's supposed to make it easier to back in. And then the self-backing in vehicles, you know, that's technology. All right. Let's go to northeast Mississippi and talk to Trip. Trip, we're glad you've called in to uh, autocorrect. What's your comment or question? Oh, good morning. Oh, Coach, uh, what I've come to find out years ago, and I I think I've only been to a dealership twice in my lifetime to buy a car. This is what I usually do because you've got to understand the psychology of salespeople. I always buy my car over the telephone. And that's probably hard for most people to digest. Over the telephone, I tell them, it's just a car, and you know what you want, and you know what you don't want. What do you think about that? Well, you know, the thing is, I always think, like, even talking online, if you don't know what you want, there's a lot of different options out there. If you go to a dealership, there's a lot of different options out there. But if you're on the phone, you're not looking at the car, you say, hey, I want the red S, uh, you know, or F-150 with a 5.3, uh, 4, 5.4 liter, you know what you want, you tell them that's what you want, and they find it for you. You know, that's, that's not a bad thing. You negotiate the price. You say, hey, this is what I'm going to pay for it. But like I say, you go to a dealer, they're going to try to sell you up. That means they're going to try to sell you something more expensive. You go online. You can't make your mind up because there's so many vehicles. And see, what the dealer, he pretends, the salesperson, he don't know the price of nothing. He only <laughs> has to go and talk to his sales manager. That's just too long. Yeah, that manager already knows, that dealer, that salesperson, I hate to tell you, already knows what they can sell that vehicle for. <laughs> they don't have to go talk to that sales manager. All right. Thank you. Yeah. I'm so, I'm so excited Trip shared that with us. That's right. Just, just buying it on the phone. And I would think it would be immeasurably easier, especially if it's a new car. Well, if you have your own financing, you have yeah. everything set up, and you just tell them, this is what I want, and that's it. Great. Let's go to Greenwood. Love Greenwood. We got a transmitter there. Uh, let's go to Joyce. Joyce, we're glad you've called into in legal in, <laughs> autocorrect. What's your comment or question? Well, good morning. I listen to y'all daily. Uh, I didn't think I'd be calling you, but um, a bell rang, and I thought, well, why don't I call? Him? Uh, and I'll try to make this real fast for him. And I thank you for taking this call. I have a 1998 Toyota 4Runner that was bought new. And I was told if I got the 60,000-mile checkup, it should live to 300. Well, I'm 82, and the truck is 270. And it has been a healthy truck. But in the last month, 
um, I had problems. And I've always gone to the dealership, but in Greenwood, the dealership doesn't service engine problems. So they recommended this place that I won't speak of. And um, anyway, he came got my truck, and I ne- my alternator had burned out. It burned up my battery. So they kept it a week, and he said that he used new parts, and I said, well, I'm grateful for that. And um, he asked for the computer key, and I gave it to him. And uh, about 15 years ago, I needed a new computer key, and at the dealership, they weren't selling them, so they sold me just a regular key. And I've been using that regular key till my truck got sick. And since he put the alternator in there, and he brought my computer key back, and he said, I need a new one. Well, it's obsolete. Uh, I've checked, and um, he put a battery in it. It hardly works. But when I um, get in the truck to crank it, it won't crank. And the um, mm, the things above the dash that shows the battery, the oil, and all that, uh, all that comes up there. So then I get out of the truck, close the door, and push that computer key. And then sometimes when I open the door, the bug alarm goes off. So then I have to close the door and lock it to get the burglar alarm off. And sometimes when I get back in, now I've been using the regular key for 15 years. Um, when I get back in, it won't crank in part, but I can put it down in neutral and it will crank. Uh, I have roadside service, but the only thing that scares me um is this computer key the life of my truck? Have you ever had a battery changed in it before? Yes. Okay, and they didn't, they used the same key and everything? Well, you know, I lived in the Greenville area, and the casinos came, bought crime and drugs, and had to leave, and we moved to the Tupelo area. And um, while I, and then my son had cancer, and God shook him. So I had no family there. So uh, I moved back to the Delta. But there, um, I used this man in Fulton. He won the dealership. But I don't remember if he... I got a checkup in uh, 21. And um, I don't remember if he used the computer key or the regular key. Let Let me tell you what's happened to this vehicle here. He put alternator on it. He put a new battery in it. And by him doing that, he lost all the memory of that vehicle, okay? Uh, they have tools that you put on there that would save the memory so you didn't lose any of it. The dealership stirred you in the wrong direction in the first place. They work on anything. If it's their vehicle, they have to work on any part of it. If it's the engine, because it had nothing to do with the engine, it had nothing to do with your charging system. I would have took it to the dealer and said, hey, I bring my vehicle here all the time. Take care of it. They would have took care of it if you were insistent. But what happened, the guy has 
disconnected your battery, lost all the computer memory in that vehicle, and the key is part of that computer memory because it remembers to open the door and lock the key and all that. So uh, if you haven't had a new ignition switch put in it, uh, because you had to have a new ignition switch if it, in it if they used a different key. You had to have that. Okay, so really, I think he just lost all the memory by changing the battery and the alternator and not saving the memory in that vehicle. They tell me that Kirk's in Grenada works on engines, and uh, I've just recently moved here, and I don't know anybody here. But I think the truck would drive to Grenada. If you were me, would you take it to Kirk Brothers at Grenada? They they do they work on the Toyota? Toyota dealership. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would I would take it straight to them and tell them what what you had done to it, and they'll reprogram it, and you'll be good to go. Oh, <laughs> God is blessing me today. <laughs> I'm so grateful. I listen to y'all, and I hear you give good advice every day. Well, we thank you and so I much for calling you. us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye. Let's now take on another Toyota in Pearl. Let's go to Alan. Alan, thanks for calling in to AutoCorrect with Coach Charlie. What's your comment or question? Yes, ma'am. Thank you all for taking my call. And Coach, I want to ask a question. We currently own a 2018 Toyota Highlander, and I've got a 23 uh, Tacoma. And I've always loved the V6 engines, but apparently... Toyota's going now all to turbo four-cylinders. I mean, I'm not a mechanic, but I just don't have a good feeling about that for the future. What do you think about that? Well, you know, most manufacturers have went to that four-cylinder turbo because, really, if you think about a car, the more power we're going to get is more po- more air we can get to that vehicle. If we can get more air in that cylinder, that fuel is going to uh, combust better. We're going to get better fuel mileage. That's the reason they're going to uh, four cylinders, because they can get a smaller engine and get more power. But most manufacturers have done that now, and a lot of them have worked out. But a lot of them are going to do GDI, and that's uh, gasoline direct injection. And that will be your next phase on most all vehicles. Yeah, well, I was just kind of scared for the future because we like the whatever we buy, we like to hold on to it. Turbos always kind of scared me. Yeah, but they they got them. You know, they're very small turbos. They're putting on them. You know, we always think when you think about a turbo, you think that big old turbo that's on a eighteen wheeler. But no, these are very small turbos, and they they work very well. I know quite a few people that have them already. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that's what I need to hear, and I. Thank you all again. Thank you so much. Thanks, Alan. I think Otto Craig did a turbo show, and it had my eyes open. Yeah, it was on, several uh, months ago. Yeah, yeah, uh, like before January. Yes. <laughs> We're discussing online car buying and taking your car repair questions. Don't forget, you can always send us your emails to our question, auto at mpbonline.org. We've got a new car review from Casey Williams coming up. We've got Coach's Tip of the Week. This is AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. Auto Casey on AutoCorrect. Well, this past weekend on Memorial Day, I went to take my family on a long drive to see relatives, and I happen to have the perfect vehicle for it. And it also just happens to be electric. It's a 2023 Mercedes EQS. I really like this car. The outside does look terribly exciting. It's elegant, it's smooth, very aerodynamic. The inside, absolutely gorgeous. 
The front seats are heated and ventilated. They got massagers. You got this beautiful walnut wood with aluminum trim in it. Love it. Twin flat screens, Burmester audio, and folding sunroof. Two people fit in the back like it's a limousine. But underneath the skin, you've got the electric powertrain. It delivers 305 miles of range, so you don't have to worry about range. Do 0 to 60 in 6.5 six seconds. And you can do the fast charger 10 to 80% in about 30 minutes. On a home charger, you're looking about 12 and a half hours. So I really enjoy the car. It's just great. Air suspension, rub very comfortably. But being a Mercedes S-Class, it's not cheap. So this vehicle starts at 104.4, fully equipped like ours, right at $114,000. See the full video on his YouTube channel, Auto Casey, and listen to AutoCorrect on the MPB Think Radio YouTube channel. This is AutoCorrect. If you've missed any of our program, hey, you can listen to the whole show from our website, autocorrect.mpbonline.org. AutoCorrect is heard on MPB Think Radio Thursdays at 10 a.m. with a replay Saturdays at 11 a.m. Don't forget to stay tuned after the show at 11 a.m. It's Southern Remedy Kids and Teens with Dr. Morgan McLeod. I'm Liz Gill. I'm not Jermaine, but Jermaine's coming back. And our expert is Coach Charlie Melton, ASC Certified Master Technician. It's time for Coach Charlie's Tip of the Week. Well, you know, we're talking about buying online cars. Make sure you do your research. Make sure you know the company. And of all things, make sure you know what you want before you get started so you don't have to look at thousands of pictures. Very good. Let's go to... Andrew, who's calling in from Edwards. Andrew, thanks for calling in to AutoCorrect. Can I have your, uh, what is uh, your question or comment for Coach? <laughs> uh, yes, sir. Um, I, I, I don't really know that much about cars, but I was wondering if you could tell me, like, the difference between a turbo and a supercharger and a blower. Like, what's the difference in those three? They may be the same. I don't know. <laughs> No, a turbo runs off the exhaust, okay? The exhaust uh, is what makes that turbo itself run, and really it's the heat and the pressure of that exhaust pushing on the blades and sucking in air, okay? okay. A blower and a uh, supercharger runs off a belt, and it sits on top of the engine, and it is ran mechanically off the engine, and it turns the blades, and it sucks the air in. So one of them's, one of them's running off the exhaust, and one's running off the engine itself. So the, so the turbo runs off the exhaust, and the blower or supercharger runs off the belt? Yeah, right. And so, so a blower and a supercharger are the same thing? Right. Okay. And, and uh, one other question. Um. I, I got a car I'm fixing up, and I was thinking about getting the uh, the intake manifold and the uh, valve covers like black powder coated finish. Would, would would that hold up under the you know under the heat of that engine of a of a you know, car engine? Oh yeah, sure. Don't do it yourself. Make sure that you send them off somewhere right. and uh, make sure they're heat resistant. They yeah that that holds up all the time. You know what kind of engine is it? It's a three eighteen Chrysler. Oh, yeah, yeah, you can go ahead. Yeah, since Chrysler's doing away with their muscle cars, you might as well fix that one up a little bit. It's right, that I, may, it may not, be worth something. Yeah, the three teams must be, you know, you know the history of the three teams. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, th- thank you. I love y'all show so much. Thank you so much. Hey, yeah, Andrew, we're glad you've called in. And also, Alan, <laughs> a couple months ago, we did the turbocharged show March 10th of 2022. So, a couple months and a year ago. <laughs> Let's go to Arlen in Gulfport. Thanks for calling in to AutoCorrect with Coach Charlie. What's your comment or question? Hi, I have a, um, a 
1996 Mazda B2000 series little pickup truck, and I'm having some problems finding a gem module. Um, so it's having electrical issues. I have to start it, make sure it starts every day, but I've basically cut, not using anything except for the power locks and windows coming from the electrical system. And and I was hoping that, Coach Charlie, you could direct me to a place to maybe locate one of these. Okay, you know, it's that two, that's a B2000 pickup truck. It's the same thing as a Ford Ranger. I would go talk to yeah. the Ford dealer and let them lead you in a direction where you may be able to find that part that you need because it's the same vehicle, a Ford Ranger and the Mazda B2000, exact same vehicle, the Ranger. But if you didn't have no problem there, what I would do is get on the computer and these big salvage yards, I'm talking about the big ones. You can't go to the little local ones. You're going to go to a big one like out in Texas. They will have a lot of those gen modules, a lot of those different things for those model trucks. Okay, I did... uh the only thing I've been able to find out is that they knew it was an issue and they've stopped making those parts and nobody seems to know what they're using instead. But I know she's an old car. She's, she's getting up there. So, um, okay, I appreciate that. Look for large salvage yards. Yeah, and go and go to the Ford dealer because the Ford dealer, that's, they go to the parts department. They can probably help you there. All right, great. Thank you so much. Thank you. What's a gym? Like, I've got gems on my fingers, on my rings and well, earrings. Well, it is. It's or... a, like a body module. Oh, okay. Like a body All right. module. All right. Let's do an email super quick. We kind of touched on it a little bit, but Tony emailed, are hybrid cars more expensive to maintain than regular cars? How reliable are the batteries? Well, you got to think about what a hybrid is. A hybrid car is you're using internal combustion and an electric battery. If it's a plug-in hybrid, if it's a regenerative hybrid, they all have high-voltage batteries, okay? It's just like anything else. Those high-voltage batteries, they go out. you got to go buy a new high-voltage battery, and they cost, you know, like on the new cars, anywhere between twenty dollars and $30,000 on a new car. So, but if you're doing a hybrid, they are more expensive because you're using the gasoline or the diesel and electric battery. You know, so you got to according to what goes off on that, what goes out on that high voltage side. Yikes! Okay, so maybe this is a, this is another battery issue. Maybe you can get to this one. Uh, my battery died when we restarted it. The backup camera was upside down. Is there a way to fix this? We tried disconnecting the battery and reconnecting it, but it didn't fix it. Once again, you disconnected the battery completely. There is a way that you can save that uh, information that was in that vehicle. It's probably going to have a relearn code in there in order for it to be reprogrammed, in order for it to come back. So two things we've learned on this show. Uh, We've been talking about uh, buying cars online, but also about this battery you don't just, it's not willy-nilly. I, I one time replaced a battery for a Subaru in the high school parking lot while my daughter was going to high school. You can't just go do that anymore. No, because now you disconnect a battery, you kill the power to those uh, computers, and what happens, there are some of them that have hold on to the memory, 
but there are a lot of them that they have to relearn when you put a new battery in it. You know, some of them just say if you had to raise the window up and down, you know, so there's different ways to reprogram it. But most of all, the whoever disconnected the battery, if you had it at a auto parts store, you had it at a dealership, they would take care of that. But usually when you do it yourself, if you don't know about it, you need to read up on it before you do it. It, it's sort of sad. I mean, I used to feel like, I oh, I'm a car repair kind of gal, but even the things I used to be able to do, you just can't, you, do you no can't more. really do them anymore. That's right. So go into the mechanics field and get trained on all of this uh, uh, information. Tell, tell yeah. all your kids and grandkids. Hey, need a lot of good technicians. Thank you. Thanks for for letting me on your show coach well thanks for having you you did such a good job thank you so much and come back and visit us again i will so our show's producer is jermaine flood our crew is abram nanny and i think we had just about everybody answering the phones for us so for coach charlie melton master technician i'm liz gill thank you for listening to autocorrect on mpb think radio this is an mpb think radio podcast to hear previous shows visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.